SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. Did you know that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples are not recognized in the Australian Constitution? The federal government has called a referendum for Australians to decide if they would like to amend the Constitution to include an Indigenous voice to Parliament. My name is Maram Smail, and in this episode, we explain what a referendum is, who is eligible to vote in Australia, and what would a voice to Parliament do. One of the reasons that we haven't been able to close the gap in disadvantage in Australia is because the government very rarely consults communities when they make laws and policies about them. The federal government is asking eligible voters to decide whether to update the Australian constitution to recognize Indigenous peoples through a representative body known as the Voice to Parliament. The Voice would be an elected group to advise the government on the issues and laws that affect First Nations peoples. Evan Eakin-Smith is a spokesperson for the Australian Electoral Commission, AEC, the independent national body that runs elections. A referendum is a national vote on a particular issue to change, or not, the Constitution of Australia. The only way you can change the Constitution is via a vote of the people. Parliament doesn't have the power to do it. The Constitution establishes how the federal government works. It determines the basis for how the Commonwealth, the states and the people interact, including what laws can be made by state and federal parliaments. People will be asked to vote yes or no to the following question. A proposed law to alter the Constitution to recognize the first peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Do you approve this proposed alteration? AEC spokesperson Eakin Smith explains that for a referendum to be successful, a double majority must support it. For a referendum to pass, it has to achieve a majority of yes votes nationally and a majority of yes votes in a majority of states. So at least four out of the six Australian states have to vote yes. The ACT and the NT still vote like every other Australian citizen. They're marking a yes or a no on their ballot paper. It counts towards the national majority only and not towards that second hurdle that a referendum has to pass. So territory votes still incredibly important to that national majority total. The proposed voice to parliament would be gender-balanced body of Indigenous representatives chosen by First Nations communities to represent them in advising the parliament when drafting laws that affect them. It would not have the power to pass laws, veto decisions or allocate funding. Parliament would continue to operate as usual. Professor Megan Davis is a cobble-cobble woman and Chair of Constitutional Law at the University of New South Wales. She was part of the expert panel on the recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in the Constitution that put forward the proposal for a voice. She says other countries have successfully implemented similar models. This is a very common reform that's made to democratic systems around the world to ensure that the voices of Indigenous peoples are heard when governments make laws and policies about them. 
One of the reasons that we haven't been able to close the gap in disadvantage in Australia is because the government very rarely consults communities when they make laws and policies about them. Dean Parkin is a Kwandumu Kaman and director of From the Heart, a campaign to enshrine a voice to parliament in the constitution. He believes the voice would help guarantee a degree of self-determination for first Australians as governments would have to listen to the people who know the challenges facing their communities best. It's about bringing the expertise of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to the table so parliaments and governments can make better laws and policies, get better outcomes on the ground. We see through the Closing the Gap reports, we hear the statistics year after year after year. And many Australians are actually frustrated that we're not seeing the changes that we want to see in our communities. Australia's First Nations people hold various political views. Some disagree with the proposal for a voice. This includes prominent Indigenous politicians, Northern Territory Country Liberal Senator Jacinta Price and former Labour leader Warren Mundine are part of the No campaign. They argue the voice to Parliament will do little to solve Indigenous disadvantage. As the referendum draws closer, the Yes and No campaigns will present various arguments for and against the voice. Spokesperson Evan Eakin Smith says the AEC is developing an information campaign to inform more than 17 million Australians registered voters. We'll have thousands of polling places available across the country on referendum day. Uh, there'll also be early voting centres available in the weeks leading up to it as well. So if you can't make it on the day, turn up in person to an early voting centre. We'll be facilitating overseas voting, the remote mobile polling, there'll be postal voting available as well, for telephone voting for people who are blind. Historically, convincing Australians to amend the constitution has not been easy. Since the Federation, in 1901, only eight out of the 44 proposals for change have succeeded. The last referendum held on Indigenous issues was in 1967. Its success allowed first Australians to be recognised as Australians under Commonwealth law and therefore counted in the census. In terms of how to vote in the upcoming referendum, you will simply have to write the words yes or no in English on the ballot paper. Pat Cullinan is an AEC representative. He explains the variety of resources that will be accessible to voters. That We're going to have resources translated into over 30 culturally and linguistically diverse languages and they're going to be available on our website um, and available in, in phone call interpreter services as well. If you are enrolled to vote in elections, you would also be eligible to vote in the referendum. This means that voting in a referendum is compulsory for enrolled citizens. So you just have to be an Australian citizen. But we would encourage people that if you've moved or if you're not sure if your enrolment is up to date, you can check your enrolment at aec.gov.au. And you can just check there to make sure that all your enrolment details are up to date. It's important you take part in the debate and do your research really think about the topic. That's what differs for a referendum. You're not thinking about candidates who you might want to elect. You're thinking about the issue. So carefully do your research, think about whether you want to vote yes or no, and make sure you come to the ballot box informed. It's also crucial to note that the result is binding. Mr Cullinan explains. It's really important to have your say, whichever way you vote. At the AEC, we don't care how people vote. All we care is that people do vote. And it's a really special thing being able to have your say on that. So we really encourage people to take that seriously. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained. This was an SBS audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.